You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast, in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 279, and it was originally posted February 2021. A vampire onion. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a dungeon master. Tonight, we are continuing our adventures of the dog and pony crew. They're in Barovia. They are dealing with a titular Curse of Strahd. Uh, things are happening. Allow me to introduce our players. They will introduce their characters, and I'll give you a quick reminder of what we've been up to recently in our adventures. First up, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, Tony. I'm playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Next up, the one, the only, Micah Sargent. Hi, I'm playing Elevor, the half-elf druid. I didn't think of a snazzy introduction for him. It's Dan Morin. Hello, I am playing Castanonatar's Crucible, a warforged cleric. And also here, Erica Ensign. Hello, I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin to the goddess Hela, Bradaxe, and also, uh, once we reunite with Pony, Pony Sindelarant. It's true. And last, but certainly not least, Aline Sims. Hello, I play Imra Soliana, the wood elf ranger. I had to introduce a panel of faculty at an event today, and I totally introduced them like they were on, we were just on a Zoom call <laughs> with a zillion people, and I introduced them like they were on a podcast. It was confusing for all involved, but especially me. Um, I, yeah, I introduced everyone, Jane. We're good. Didn't I? I introduced mm-hmm. Mike as Argent. Yep. Oh. Yep. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Check. Nice all right. Uh, what has been happening recently in the Dog and Pony Adventures? Well, you are on quite an excursion far to the west of the Valley of Barovia. Theoretically, the furthest from Strahd's Reach, or at least geographically the furthest from Castle Ravenloft. Uh, you have taken on the charge of liberating the Wizards of Wine Winery from an infestation of blights led by uh, a squad of druids. Bad druids, not like Elevor, the good druid. A squad of bad druids loyal to Strad von Zarovich. Upon liberating the winery, you took this fight to the druids at their headquarters at Yester Hill. You fought many a druid, many a uh, mud-slathered barbarian, uh, some plants, uh, one tree, one uh, Strad like effigy that was a giant tree monster, and... Strahd von Zarvich himself made a brief appearance, taunted you, and flew away on his Wunderhorse. Uh, you have now uh, made your way back from the Battle of Yester Hill, having reclaimed a magic axe, having set the druids back probably several generations, honestly, uh, having reclaimed a magic seed, uh, and uh, having uh, reunited with your assassin friend Aragal, who had kind of a, a rough day. Uh, and so you've made your way back to the Wizards of Wine Winery, where the Mardikoff family is waiting for you, where Pony Cindelart, your pony, is waiting for you, and where Irina Kolyana, a strange woman from the far-off town of... Little Barovia. Little Barovia, uh, is also waiting for you, uh, eager to find out what your next move will be. Also, how is our friend Aragal hanging in there? Yeah, I would like to, like, you know, do some healing and stabilizing and stuff on our way back to okay. make sure he's okay. 
And, and also, like, you're, you know, look in his eyes and be like, what's looking out of those eyes right now? Do we actually <laughs> want to untie him yet? Uh, he's OK. I mean, I think he has a horrible headache. Uh, you all leveled up, too, correct? Correct. Yeah. I mean, your character's leveled up, but your character's no, I leveled did. up. We're the, we're the same. OK. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I'm one year older than when we played last. I don't remember. Math is hard. Um, anyway, so uh, Aragal is he's it, it was like. I could see out of my eyes, but I could, could not control my body, my my muscles and my 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 arms. They were. I, it was as if I was a puppet. Sorry, bro. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds most that's, inconvenient. That's tough, buddy. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I, I have, hate it when that happens. <laughs> I have heard other Vistani speak of this. It is Strahd often uses us for his his uh, uh, his various dark deeds. And well, if 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 one is not willing to serve the devil willingly, it is said he can control your very actions with a a wave of his hand. Tony, can I make some sort of check to see if I can figure out how Strahd is controlling him? Yeah, and I was I was actually going to try to make a check to see if I could figure out if there's a way to keep Strahd from That's, doing I mean, that I, in the future. One so. leading to the other was kind of where I was. All going. right, we are going to continue. Broldish, that you guys know Broldish very is not little smart enough to go one to two to three to four. Very little about <laughs> vampires, but you can try. Is this what would this be? Religion, Arcana? I think it's Arcana. All right. Cool. Well, that's a minus Sweet. one for is me. So Dan, we'll go with hey, plus zero for me. So <laughs> Dan is Dan. Do you think just checking? Do you think that vampire is a religion? I mean, <laughs> religious I mean, things can have effects. If on you're them, like in religious lore, there may be a lot of information <laughs> yeah, about vampires. Sure. Look. All right. Hold on. Before I get angry, mail. Yes, vampire can be a religion if you're 15 and hanging out at Hot Topic. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man, I wish I was at Hot Topic um, when I was fifteen. <laughs> so not now. Now I'm good. Um, so did you make an Arcana check, Dan? While I was reading, it was a nine because a nine wouldn't let me. Yeah, because mine I wouldn't a, count it as religion. Yeah, and basically. mine was a fifteen. Also because you wouldn't count it as religion. <laughs> and I have a plus four on Arcana and still only got a seven. So clearly, none of us know anything about vampires. We are so bad at vampires. Wait, did, you guys. I got. 16. Didn't Erica <laughs> and uh, roll something good? Aline rolled something good. Yeah, she rolled a 15. 15 yeah, I mean, good. 15's We're, not bad. It's good. What are you what are you guys well, like? Well, because Tony, you said and let me quote, you're always you know cutting us about down. Vampires, so it's going to be very hard to know anything about vampires. So to me that means you've got to get like a 26 or something Look, in order to Micah, have... I say a lot of things. I can't recommend <laughs> listening to them. <laughs> That is uh, going I on will Twitter. Note that down. That's going to be a ringtone. <laughs> the worst you could do is record this and release it for an audience. Honestly, that would be I love how she... nobody tell him. Erica uh, said that and then sipped tea yeah. after she said that. that was All right. Uh, no, I will tell you uh, um, uh, that I wanted to call you Micah, which is your name, but I, I am a professional dungeon master, <laughs> Elavor. Uh, and Imra, uh, you think that you recognize that, uh, that, that, uh, Aragal was the recipient, target, occupant, uh, under the effects of a charm spell. So uh. this is revealed kind of a, a, so a kind of a new aspect of, uh, vampire lore, especially given your relatively, uh, meager starting vampire knowledge, uh, that, uh, he seems to have the ability to charm creatures. And I think even specifically, I did have somebody make a wisdom saving throw, uh, for that charm. Uh, 
I think I might even, I mean, I think I told you this, but that was probably several episodes ago. Uh, it was specifically a DC wisdom, uh, DC 17 wisdom <laughs> saving throw. So I think you may be learning that either Strahd, uh, either vampires have some magical powers, or at the very least, Strahd has some magical powers. I believe he also blew up several uh, creatures that uh, Elevore summoned with a fireball, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very so, easily. Yeah. That was rough. You have not encountered yeah. a lot of, of vampires in your times, because clearly there's still the whole uh, uh, preoccupation with garlic. Uh, but, you know, I think fireball is not usually like your your go-to vampire attack. No. All right. That, that'd be the teeth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. You suspect that the fact that Aragal is okay now basically suggests that either uh, Strahd has lost interest in Aragal or might be very far away. Well, don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll show him. So since you have now had a chance to, like, you know, you've survived the battle of Yesterhill, uh, do you want to piece together any of the information you've gathered from your your uh, true encounter with uh, Strahd von Zarovich? Uh, a creature before now you've just seen lurking uh, outside of bedroom windows, winking at you from weird Vistani gold coins, etc. Well, we know he's annoyed that we didn't take him up on his offer of dinner or brunch or whatever. Yes. I mean, that's that's not unique to vampires. That's just that you guys are rude. <laughs> We're not uh, rude. Put a date if you want us to show up at a certain time. That's all I'm saying. It's true. Yeah. We know that he is uh, pals with the druids that we have now destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, we know remember. that he can cast fireball and charm. Yep. What did Rectavio tell us? Do, do we have? Let's see if I can. Uh, I believe that he was a powerful vampire lord. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. uh, his invitation specifically said that like we would uh, be protected. Like I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it basically sounded like on the way but once we got there we were we were sol so i uh that was one of the reasons we chose not to go there i just listened to that episode <laughs> thanks thanks editor erica i think there are i mean you may be piecing together some things that are uh not necessarily unique to in addition to being a vampire uh strad von Zarovich is also apparently you know a noble, or at least a self-styled mm-hmm. noble. Uh, he's also a, uh, he, he's apparently a relatively powerful magic user if he's just dropping fireballs yep. on a Wednesday. So, yep. uh, you know, I'm just saying, there's a lot going on with Strad von Zarovich. Layers, mm-hmm. like an onion, a vampire onion. Wait, which, do vampires hate onions? <laughs> uh, well, Benicula really doesn't like them. Mm. Or, I mean, I guess he likes them. Does Benicula have a gender? I don't remember. I don't want to misgender Benicula because I'm afraid of Benicula. <laughs> I need to lock my house. Uh, uh, um, I think Benicula mainly just drains stuff out of vegetables, right? Like an onion, Dan. Yeah. So I think that we've established is that um, he is a powerful magic user and uh you should definitely be feared, which mm, I think that we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably that we are not powerful enough to just go throw down, you know, throw yeah. down with him I just mean, yet. How many times have you guys leveled up since this uh, adventure started? I don't know. <laughs> Twice? I, why Twice, not? Yeah. Just go right on over there. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I think that we should, um, you know, focus on shoring up our. our 
resources and slicing his, such as the druids. Mm -hmm. Who knows what mischief he would have gotten up to. It's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing uh, good. Well, I mean, rampage. Yeah, that tree rampage was going to destroy most of the valley was my plan. So thanks, jerks. You destroyed both my uh, balsa wood mecca and uh, and the tree that spawned it. So that's really annoying well that's what you get um, for using balsa wood yeah, well it was it's affordable uh also it's light <laughs> and that hill is very steep do you want to carry oak <laughs> up that hill <laughs> nope yeah was that a boxcar race <laughs> i think it was the steepness was going to help on the way down mm, yeah. yeah if only yeah druids are not great at wheels is the problem <laughs> so um, hey you said it not me <laughs> can- canon druids not great at wheels sorry elevore so uh you you know you have a nice walk back uh yep. as and you arrive uh with Aragal at the Wizard of Wine Winery. Arena is happy to see you. Pony is indifferent. Um Yep. Yeah. I'm more excited to see Pony. The Mar- the Marikoffs are re- amazed and relieved that you are alive. They basically figured you had gone to your Do death. they throw a lavish feast in our honor? They give you some meager rations and a lot of wine, and they have cleared out a lot of the debris from the Wizards of Wine Winery, so it is not the total disaster area it yeah. was hey. 10 hours ago. You so that's wine. what we call a Barovian party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll remember mm-hmm. that you do have a uh, a cart full of wine, the last cart of wine currently in existence in Barovia, uh, mm-hmm. waiting for you that is your reward for... Uh, for, for clearing the uh, how do we how do we feel about just taking a cart of wine with us everywhere because Brildish is kind of okay with that idea but i'm thinking we're gonna be swamp, so popular in the swamp yeah. it may be uh you're unfeasible g- you're gonna get robbed is what my mom would say <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. i for for sure Brildish is taking at least like a cask and like strapping it to the back of pony whether pony likes it or not i mean and there are for sure va- uh werewolves that are really mad at us right that, uh, yeah. That's a that's still somewhere. a going concern. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about yeah. the werewolves. Mm-hmm. I believe those are. I think Rictavio said they were right in the area of his town tower mm-hmm. uh, near Lake Baratok. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, so, did, you did beat up a werewolf and kill a lot of wolves. You know, I say let's see where it takes us. Worst case scenario, we just sell it. This is not how Lena talks. <laughs> I say we just take it with us. You know, worst case scenario, we we sell it in. A town or to a peddler or a ghost or whatever. Perhaps somebody in Kresk would have use of some wine or be interested in paying for it if there has been a wine shortage. Yeah, Which- Tony, do I know why it's called Wizards of Wine, but it is no longer operational? Uh, well, it was operational until they got yeah, beat up I by blights was- like last week. And I believe specifically yeah. we discussed, I know this was like, approximately one million months ago uh that uh the druids there are there at one point the wizards of wine winery produced three different types of wine Mm -hmm. uh each of the different crops of grapes was produced by a different magic seed uh one disappeared uh you know i don't know like like a century ago one disappeared uh decades ago and one the last remaining one was stolen very recently by the druids and you recovered it because it yeah, was Broldish, like really wanted to dig up that whole hill, just seeing if the, the other two <laughs> might be around there somewhere. Because she really wants to try some different wine. <laughs> there was not so, any immediate sign of, say, you know, mm-hmm. dramatic plant growth that would suggest there's a magic seed here. All right. Well, Broldish so, is going to keep her eye out yeah. for that because, yeah. 
I would say after we have a meager breakfast while the sunlight holds, we, um, you know, head north uh, to Kresk and yeah, let's let's bring the wine with us. It can't make travel worse. Um, Why would so, you say narrator, something like that? <laughs> it was worse. So, uh, players, you, this is my favorite part as a dungeon master. It's not my favorite part. Uh, where it is important for you to have a quick discussion about where you want to go, because there are many places you could go in our sandbox adventure, Barovia. You have a variety of leads, uh, as given to you by the prophecies of Madam Eva. Uh, but I think your major places that you've discussed going are Kresk, the last remaining human settlement in uh, Barovia that you have not ventured to yet. Um, there is the uh, drowned city of Barez, central Barovia. Uh, eh, I don't think it's super high on your list, but you have also mentioned uh, werewolves uh, in in the area of Lake Baratok, Meh. which is in and I think the north side. The We determined the abbey is near Kresk? Yes, the abbey is basically part of Kresk or it's on the edge of Kresk. Yeah, so I think I think that was the one reason we were thinking about heading to Kresk because yeah. we did have information about the abbey. And yeah. I will, because I have laden you down with NPCs and uh animals, you should decide which of those will accompany you. You do now have kind of uh you're starting to kind of collect some places that are safe to for lack of a better word, stash people. Uh you know, Wizards mm-hmm. of Wine Winery relatively safe, Rictavio's Tower as far as you can tell extremely safe. Uh everywhere else in the world basically dead zones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was Let's... listening to previous episodes, uh, as mentioned, and early, early on, we had Spoilers. somebody had mentioned Kresk as a, uh, as a possible place that might be safer for Irina Kolyana. Now, in character, Brolish probably doesn't think that any place is safe enough for her, as opposed to just being with us, where we can actually defend her and protect her. But just, yeah. Lena Delina, do you think you have ever been to Kresk? Uh, oh, I forget. So she's from Velaki, but she she's traveled, you yeah. know. And and there's only so many places. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know it's like like guys, it only takes like a week to say Barovia if you schedule two weeks. Uh, well, guess what? You're going to spend the rest of your life there because there's no way out. I was gonna <laughs> so. I, I'd, I'd say that she's been there, but just to like run an errand, sure. she hasn't really, yeah. you know, put down so roots. I'll, I'll just fill in that, Lena, you would know that Kresk is basically the smallest uh, mm-hmm. of the humans of the three remaining human settlements in Barovia. Uh, Velaki's Vala- uh, the big one. Uh, little Barovia kind of in between. Kresk is small. Uh, Kresk is almost like more of like a campsite than a town mm-hmm. it's it is walled uh because it's kind of in the wilderness and the people there are very fearful of wolves and probably werewolves uh but it's it's they don't have shops per se it's 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 you know lumber yeah. subsistence farmers uh but you also did probably notice there's a big uh we'll call it an abbey on the hillside next to mm-hmm. So I think that if we're going to um, take a look at Kresk, which I think sounds like uh, what we want to do, we should potentially leave Irina and the wine here at the winery and pick them up on the way out. Um, I do think that perhaps uh, staying with Rictavio would be the safest long-term bet. Um, but uh, yeah, who knows what horror... <laughs> Uh, uh, this uh, town will hold for us. Uh, Brildish will ask uh, Arena, what do you think? Would you like to stay here uh, at the winery now that you've been here for 
you know, a day or two? Uh, or would you rather come with us to Kresk? Uh, well, I have never been to Kresk. Uh, my brother believed it would be safe, uh, perhaps just simply because it is the furthest from uh, Strahd's uh, reach. Uh, I would be happy to go with you. Uh, I also think if you were to bring the wine, you might be better received. Uh, I, I would, and I will say, Pony <laughs> Pony would be very sad if Arena did not come along with us. because uh, he likes her better than any of the rest of us. There are, I think, perhaps there is safety in numbers. Perhaps we should continue on with our current compliment. That being said, your brother thought that this um, that Kresk would be safe for you because it is furthest from the reaches of uh, the devil, but. We have seen him in action um, only just south of here. So I I do not think that distance is what will protect us at the end of the day. I don't think my dear brother has ever seen Kresk himself. I'm not even sure if he had ever been to Falaki. So it may have just been speculation. Distance will not protect us, but garlic might. Absolutely. Brildish shows all of the garlic that she still has left, and quite a bit. Onions. In fact, Brildish wants to check in Kresk for in more garlic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if everyone is done with your meager porridge, perhaps right. we should set off. Brildish gulps the rest of her wine. <laughs> guzzle, guzzle. <laughs> breakfast wine, breakfast wine. Cheers. This is a song for breakfast wine. All right, off we go. All right, mm -hmm. and so you head out from the Wizards of Wine Winery. Uh, the Mardikoff family uh, is out there waving at you. Uh, several uh, ravens are flapping overhead, circling, uh, I trust watching them. you. And you head north, following your following the uh, kind of muddy path back to the main uh, road, the uh, old Svalich road that cuts east to west through the valley of. Uh, Valley of Barovia. Uh, you reach the uh, the the turnoff uh, where you you had been before, and there's a you know a sign here basically saying Wizards of Wine Winery back the way you came. Uh, uh, Kresk uh, over the river to the north, and Velaki um, far to the uh, to the east of where you are. And I'm gonna start revealing some stuff on the map as you head into new uncharted territory. How's that? Cool. Exciting. Ooh. All right. And so you head along the path, uh, arriving. Uh, you can start to see the, the woods start to open. Uh, there is basically the road kind of leads right to Kresk. Uh, you can see the Swallowed Road does continue uh, to the uh, to the west. But it's it's kind of weird. There's like, and you, you saw this from Yester Hill as well, but just kind of like a dense wall of fog to the west and it's like it runs from very high up in the clouds all the way down to the to the ground and it's 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 like you should be able to see further to the west but you you can't uh so you're at the turn off for kresk here let me uh bring you to a map of kresk that i have prepared it's just little it's adorable. Uh, so, um, the road branches north and climbs a rocky encampment you thought you were free of hills you were not. Um, there is a significant 20-foot-high wall of stone reinforced with wow. buttresses every 50 feet or so. Uh, the wall encloses a settlement on the side of a snow-dusted mountain spur. 
Uh, beyond the wall, you can see the tops of snow-covered pines and thin white wisps of smoke, suggesting this is an uh, uh, occupied village. Uh, the somber toll of a bell comes from a stone abbey that clings to the mountainside, high above the settlement. The steady time is inviting, a welcome change from the deathly silence and oppressive fog to which you've grown accustomed here in Barovia and to which Lena Delina knows nothing else. Uh, it's hard to tell at this distance, but it seems like there's a switchback road clinging to the cliffs that leads up from inside Kresk to the abbey itself. So I'm glad there's a nice switchback road because we've got a whole cartload of wine. Yeah, yep. How steep is this hill, really? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Let's, let's go into it, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dan, you're fired. Um, all right. So this <laughs> is, live stream. This <laughs> is the, uh, the map of uh, Kresk. As you can see, it is a kind of a small little settlement. It's mainly wooded. There's a lot of, strangely, they, I guess because they probably harvest lumber, there's lots of trees inside uh, the walls of the settlement itself. And as you uh, take your uh, your creaky wagon full of wine up back and forth along the switchbacks uh, leading to the gatehouse, uh, you see that there's no other traffic. Nobody else is coming and going uh, from Kresk. And the grates of Kresk uh, are, are, are closed. As you ah, the gates of Kresk. The gates of Kresk. Uh, it's it feels a little bit colder here than your other travels in Barovia. You might be a little bit higher up. Um, and Wait, as you, when I blow out my breath, does it turn into like just a little bit cold? Yeah, okay. a little, little bit. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there are two square towers. There's an illustration of them at the bottom of the map. Uh, at the kind of gatehouse, um, they they flank a stone archway. Uh, 12 foot tall, iron bound, wooden doors. Carved into the arch above the doors is the name Kresk. K R E Z K. Uh, the walls all around Kresk are, seem to be about 20 feet high. Atop the parapet, you see four figures wearing fur hats and clutching spears. They look down at you. Hello! Oh. Greetings! Hail. Oh, interesting. Why are my initials in the bottom left corner of this map? You know what did you, you did. did you draw that picture? Perhaps I did. Or you will. <laughs> Secret secrets. Um I was like, are, are Michael's initials I was looking at Michael's initials and I was like, North, East, South, West. Is Michael's and <laughs> secretly news? Oh, so, <laughs> um, no. Yes. We wish to enter the city. Uh the four figures kind of there's there's some muffled conversation uh between them and uh and one of them says, uh we're going with the Burgermeister. He'll talk to you. He says nobody's allowed in without his permission. We have wine. They, two of them take off into a run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, several minutes later, uh, a figure appears uh, peering over uh, the, uh, the, the parapets above. He looks a little bit shorter, a little bit stouter than the, uh, the guards that were there when you greeted him. I believe I have a picture of this person to share with you. If I can find it, I'm really bad at navigating. Roll 20. And here it is. So. Greetings, travelers. I'm Baron Kreskoff. Welcome to Kresk. I hear you have wine. We do. We'd like to come inside, please. Don't keep these people waiting. Open the gates. Uh, the guards kind of scurry around. And uh, without much further ado, the gates creak open. 
uh, and you are waved inside. Uh, Baron Kresgoff is already standing there uh, at the door, in, just inside the gate, waiting for you, eyeing your wagon expectantly. So, hello. In we go. Kresk. In you go. Uh, welcome to Trekresb. Tr- is this your first time here? I've yeah. passed through before. They're outsiders, but they, they wish to see the city. Uh, he gestures it's kind of behind him. You see a city would be a very optimistic way of describing this. Village? Village might be might be more Lena's quite the flatterer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the kind of misshrouded village of Kresk that you now see uh, from inside the walls is really not much more than a scattering of humble wooden cottages, dirt roads that stretch between them, snow-dusted pine trees, just a lot of trees. Uh, in fact, it's, it's almost like Kresk is more of like a walled forest than a walled village uh but you can see uh to the uh to the north uh due north of where you are uh the gray cliffs rising up uh and a a winding path leading up to the abbey and the bell tower above um the uh the uh baron kreskov says uh it's it's good that you were able to get here the uh the, the 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 wine shipment is is long overdue we were concerned that something might have happened they had some supply encountered some challenges, but we were glad to be able to help out. We understand that the wine has been in short supply, so please. Although this is really it, says Broldish. The supply remains short. Yeah, uh, this is really it. So, uh, 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 Baron Kreskov shouts some, uh, various orders. Uh, more, uh, townspeople appear. They are, uh, preparing to unload the wagon. Uh, they're setting up a table with some, uh, some food and drink for you, uh, as thanks for your, your trip that you have made. Thank you. What, right. what? Uh, the best welcome we've gotten anywhere in Barovia. Mm-hmm. Maybe, not, maybe not unload the, the wagon entirely. Maybe mm-hmm. unload a barrel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many barrels do you think is on a wagon? I mean, it depends on the size of the wagon. I'm going to yeah, imagine the size of the barrel. I'm going to imagine they were probably like this was this was a barrel meant uh, this was a, a a shipment meant to resupply uh the three settlements in Barovia. So there's maybe there's three really big barrels and then a bunch of little, smaller casks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how wine is transported people and I'm not going to learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we can let them have their sort of yeah. There's one that already has stipend. like Kresk like stenciled on yeah. it. Um, yep. there's, so they're setting up, you know, like a a system yeah. of pulleys and ramps to safely transport the barrel. Uh, they've set out for you basically on you know kind of on a picnic table, uh, a bunch of tankards of uh, appears to be milk, uh, and a little and some uh, uh, some cooked chicken and some eggs. Ooh, Brodish nice. tucks in. Um, I, Elevor sniffs the milk. It appears to be, uh, give me a very easy nature check, Elevor. DC let's five. Do, let's do a very easy nature. Oh, you said DC five? Yes. Well, then I get it. Oh no, darn it. I wanted to be so smug about that, but I have a plus four, so. Did you roll? Also, you can uh, always crit fail. 21. Uh, 
Elavor, it is clearly, uh, I, I mean, clearly to you, an experienced druid, maybe not clearly to everybody else. Uh, it's clearly cow milk. You even feel pretty certain about like what kind of cow and what that cow looked like. Recently milked? Yeah, it's fresh. Okay, but not pasteurized. I don't think that's available in Barovia. <laughs> Good to know. No pasteurization no, no, in Barovia, right? No, now. It, it is no, from no, a pasture. pasture. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pasteurized. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. cannon. Oh, no. Um, so yeah, it appears to be fresh, fresh, uh, fresh cow milk uh, cool. available for you. So, uh, Imra, you were looking for barding for Androdite. Perhaps some of the craftsmen here would have some for sale. Oh, that's a good a good point. They is keep there, livestock. Is there someone who could um build some protection? Build some protection mm-hmm. for, for so, Androdite? Uh, perhaps you uh you, you take turns overseeing the unloading of the wine so you don't you know you want to make sure your wagon and pony are not compromised in any <laughs> way and eating and kind of uh you know, it let me tell you, there's not a lot to Kresk. I feel like you could walk around Kresk without, you know, being out of eye contact with, <laughs> playing, at least be, not eye contact, eyesight of the, uh, of the rest of your party. Uh, so you go for just a quick little jaunt around the block, Imra. Uh, Kresk, again, it's, it's like a village. It's a settlement. It's not a city or even really a town. There are no shops in Kresk, but there is, you know, there's a blacksmith. A leather um, yeah, there's a leather worker. It seems like most of the people in Crest live in these little wooden cottages. Uh, a lot of them have like a little like tiny fenced in yard and they've got a cow and some chickens. A lot of people are doing various things related to uh, uh, working with lumber. So taking down trees and, and uh, chopping those up and, and, and working with the wood. There's a lot, of, I, lot of woodworkers if, here. If they need any help roll. doing any chopping like after dinner, I will pitch in and, and You'll be up and for help. it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which which of your three axes? Oh, well, I'll use one of the magic one of the magic, magic axes, axes for this. Absolutely. Magic axe. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I do a nature <laughs> check to see if I think that these trees were planted after the establishment of Kresk, or if they Go were sort it. of before? Um, Give me a DC ten nature check. Eleven. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, some of them seem very old, uh, and there's a lot of trees here. It looks like when they do harvest a tree, they're pretty selective about it. Uh, it it's almost like probably they cleared out uh, – there, there was probably just forest here, and they cleared out space around the uh, uh, the, the walled city uh, for defensive purposes. Uh, but yeah, these there's it's it doesn't look like they there are probably some places where they are planting small trees, but there's many old and ancient trees here as well. Uh, and, you know, I think probably – uh, to the extent that a druid would be okay with harvesting trees, mm-hmm. the way the people of Kresk are treating their trees seems relatively respectful. Cool. Yeah. Elevore really likes trees. So yeah. He wanted to know about these ones. Uh, so, you know, you get, you kind of take a self-guided tour of, uh, of Kresk and, you know, there's, there's a few trades people here, but there are no shops. There is no tavern. Uh, there's not an obvious place that you would, uh, arrange, uh, a place to sleep. You might need to just, you know, call in a favor with, uh, um, some of the local townspeople. Um, the uh, you know, you infer uh that the Baron, uh, you know, he's self-styled Burgermeister of Kresk. He's got a little cottage that like it's a little bit bigger than uh uh the other cottages, but it's certainly not like the uh the mansion of Velaki or even the uh the Burgermeister's uh relatively nice uh t- uh townhouse in in back in Little Barovia. Uh, but this is Kresk. Um. I was going to say, uh, uh, Imra, if you wish, I could probably craft some armor for Androdite. Oh, yeah? That would be wonderful. I have a couple options for doing that. 
Um, Brolish is going to pay very close attention. This sounds really fascinating. Uh, I can um, either do it as my channel divinity, or I picked up a new spell when we leveled up called Fabricate, which allows me to basically, given enough raw material, the equivalent raw material, I can craft it into basically anything. Oh. Because I'm proficient with um, Smith's tools. Cool. So what would we need for... Uh, I convert raw materials into products of the same material. So like leather and, um, so we, and metal? Yeah, essentially. Do you think we could barter for a small Some... quantity of leather and metal for the wine that we are sharing? Sure. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, Crucible and uh, uh, Imra are making arrangements for the raw materials. So that Crucible can... Uh, manufacture uh some armor for uh Andrudite to make Andrudite a little bit more uh battle ready. Uh Elevore wants to take like a nice little walk around uh around uh Kresk and just uh take in take in the sights. Uh so as I, I think I've I've mentioned some of the basic stuff to you. Uh Elevore, as you're strolling around, uh there are there is a there's kind of a, a pond or a pool on the uh the north uh side of Kresk uh with a little gazebo outside of it and you know there's lots of people from Kresk coming and going, doing their, their daily business, the people kind of occupy you with, you know, I'd just say some with suspicion, but most just with kind of gentle curiosity. Uh, you're inside the walls, which the, as far as you can tell, there's no one else here that doesn't live here, um, mm-hmm. but they don't seem, you know, hostile to you in any way whatsoever. Um, you want to just uh, chat with somebody? Yeah, I think if I, if there's wildlife, uh, if there's plant life rather on the pond, mm-hmm. um Elevore has the Druidcraft cantrip, so he'll make those um, lily pads or whatever, if there are flowers mm-hmm. around it, whatever, make some sort of flowers bloom and just to mm-hmm. sort of taking in the fresh air and trying to mm-hmm. even help what he sees already is kind of a pretty place in this yeah. whole place, uh, even more pretty. And just once, I think that he's sort of trying to be open and inviting if someone yeah. ends up wanting to come up and chat. Uh, you know, you're you're standing by the pool and the... Uh... The pool is uh, just shockingly blue. Uh, you know, you have not seen kind of water that looked this kind of pure or inviting uh, anywhere else uh, in, in Barovia. Uh, there's a kind of nice little gazebo and there's some, uh, you know, some young people look like they might be teenagers uh, hanging out in it. Uh, there's a wooden statue uh, next to the uh, next to the shore of the uh, the lake. It's kind of a it's kind of a strange sight. I don't know if you've seen this before in Barovia, Elevore. It's a, a kind of a mournful, uh, kind of somber-looking, bare-chested man. It's the statue is made of wood. Uh, it's kind of paint-chipped and faded, uh, and it's standing by the shore with its arms outstretched, uh, kind of like it's it's waiting to be embraced. It's facing it's facing east. Uh, uh, one of the teenagers from the gazebo uh, uh, wanders over and gives you kind of looks you up and down. Hello there. What's your name? I'm Victor. Who are you? Victor, my name is Elevor. I am a druid. Oh, what's the deal with that? Uh, well, the basic deal is I'm kind of all about plants and, and nature and those kinds of things. Um, I, I, I like that stuff. I like animals and, uh, I just try to go around and make sure, you know, uh, places and plants are as happy and healthy as they can be. What about you? What's your deal? Uh, I live here in Kresk. My dad's a lumberman. I figure that's probably what I'm going to do. 
Cool lumber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see you all have a lot of trees around here. And I, I have to uh, say, you did a fine job, or your people rather, did a fine job of making sure these trees were uh, taken care of. And uh, yeah, I, th I think it's wonderful what you've done. I, I do have a question, though, Victor. Um, you know, we've come across a lot of, of different stuff as we've gone on our travels. And um, I have to say, the that that guy with the shirt off over there that, that's a new one for me is he wanting a hug from somebody what's going on that's the morning lord dummy oh the morning lord what was i thinking i should have i don't know anything about the morning lord victor don't tell anybody but the morning oh it's kind of new to me what what's the deal there i mean that's like i don't know i feel like they don't talk about it much anymore but like in barovia there's like two things there's like the morning lord and like the goddess of night those are like the two things Oh, okay, okay. So, morning lord, sort of sun, yeah, uh, goddess of night, sort of moon, darkness, that kind yeah. of deal. He uh, he gestures over his shoulder uh, with his thumb at the gazebo. He says, "That's the shine of the right sun." The shrine. Uh, oh, okay. So, is is this something? Is is this a religious belief? Uh, do you do you do you worship the 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 bare chested man, or how does this work? Well, my mom does. I'm not really that into it. Right, right. Totally understand. My younger years, not super into that whole, you know, established I mean, religion kind of thing. Like, the old people, they worship the morning lord, who's like the god of the sun. I've never seen the sun in my life. Look. Right. He, he, he points up at the perpetually overcast, uh, gray, cloudy sky of uh, Barovia. And I know, seeing is believing. Uh, so, tell me... um, is is your is your mother around? I'd love to hear more about this morning lord if I could. And, you know, I understand that it's not really your thing, but I'd love to hear more about these religious I mean, beliefs. She's back at the house. I don't know, maybe you should talk to the abbot if you're that into the religion thing. You know, I tend to be pretty good friends with religious uh, folks. Make make quick Just friends. Just don't with ask them, his so name. I, yeah, <laughs> to know his name. What what's your abbot's name? Uh I, I think everyone just calls him the abbot. Oh, that's, oh, easy. that's pretty easy. All right, the apple. I'll talk to him a little bit later today. Thank you so much. Uh, Victor, is, is there anything that I, I could do for you? You've been so helpful. Um, do you have anything I, to eat? Do I, of course I do. And Elevore pulls out one. Wait, what was it? We, it's too long ago now, but there was something with tomatoes and um right. and, and you bought it to, you bought you did buy at least one tomato yeah <laughs> you just old. had it this whole time <laughs> just oh, like in old. your and it's been it, it, it is in his pocket through so many battles so it's all fruit. <laughs> i think it was only maybe two battles can't okay. you just make can't you make fruit or yeah, something just make a good berry yeah uh i don't have good berry um <laughs> Actually, Dreamcraft, I think doesn't do... Dreamcraft let you do something? Guys, don't uh, parade Dream... him. He's just trying to be nice to a child. We're trying to help uh, you guys nice are... to a child. We're trying to min-max the child <laughs> niceness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really enjoy Elevore because I feel like Elevore is the kind of teacher who like turns the chair around backwards. Yep. It's, yeah. it's cool. It's Let's a real Captain America there. Ah, oh, so you want to talk about the Abbott. Let's I've got wrap. some hard tack or something. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I pull out a biscuit and he, uh, the biscuit. He like, he's really gnawing on it. Uh, he, he looks like he's ready to wander off unless you have anything else to say to him. No, I, I think that'll that'll do it. Um, Bye, mister. I wanna, see ya. See you around. Uh, Lena would like to uh, catch up with the with the Baron, uh -huh. sort of get a sense of what's 
um, what's happening here. All right. So she- you you wander around uh, uh, Kresk again. It's a it's a short trip. Yeah. Um, is there? Let's see. Is the map? I don't know if it matters, but probably one of these specific places is the uh, the Baron's uh, place. Eh. It's okay. You find uh, which little box it is. Yeah, I wanted to know which little box. It's fine. Uh, You find uh, uh, one of the little cottages. Uh, There's a little uh, porch out front. Uh, The Baron is there. Uh, very different from your your time in 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 Vallaki. Uh, 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 Lena, Lena, the Baron is there sitting on a three legged stool, milking a cow in his front yard. His front yard is you know like ten by ten square feet. And and did I see that his wife in the illustration had a very large axe? Yeah. Did I see the axe on her person? I I don't know if you've met her, but uh, Ah, okay. You know what? She she's sitting there. Uh, the axe is mounted on the wall uh, on the side of the house. Uh, she's supervising the the, uh, the milking of the cow. Does it look like a tree chopping axe or a man chopping axe? It looks look, it looks versatile. Okay, but it does not have any blood stains on it. Uh, so Lena like leans on the the post that's sort of holding up the porch. Um, like so, uh, Baron, how fare the people of Kresk besides parched, parched and hungry? Yeah, you're having trouble foraging for enough to eat? Same old, same old here in Kresk. Mm. Thanks for the wine. Well, seems like the least we can do. If you need to stay the night, I can make sure you're taken care of. Thank you. We, we appreciate that. Um, I love these very just sober, mm-hmm. like, straightforward conversations. Uh, just seems way more excited earlier. Salt of yeah. the earth. Yeah. Um, if If you don't mind me asking um what is i I passed through when i was much younger um the town but i i always meant to ask what is the nature of the abbey um up on the hill can't recommend that you go there no one goes there but but it overlooks the entire settlement why would you build such a settlement in the shadow of a place like this if if you you know fear it Long ago, long before my time, that used to be a hospital and a convent, but it fell into disarray and sat empty for a long time. It is not a safe place to go. Again, I see. I don't recommend you go there. No one, in, everyone in Crest knows to stay away. I see. Well, uh, I've always said people from Crest have a good head on their shoulders. He kind of cracks his neck. Yeah. I will leave you to it. He's milking his cow. Uh, All right, so that was Lena. Uh, Broldish, do you want to be doing anything? Uh, Helping with chopping some wood, if that's a thing that that is happening. All right, you find some. uh, There's some. uh, There's there's a team. They're chopping down one big tree. They've got it all set up. It's a whole operation with, you know, they're working on the tree and they've got all these ropes in place to make sure it falls in a really precise way. It doesn't take down any other trees with it. And you you help them out with, with prepping stuff. It's, you know, they definitely benefit from having another strong set of hands there. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you put in a good hour's work. Uh, the people of Kresk are like deeply appreciative of you. Probably never seen a dwarf before in their lives. Probably never will again. But, you know, mm-hmm. they're giving you appreciative nods. Uh, there's a break. They're all passing around jugs of milk. You have a chance to chat with them if you want. 
Uh, sure. I, I'll I'll say. So, um, have you guys have you all lived here all your life? Yep. That's cool. He spits. I I I've never even been to Big Barovia before before this trip. Well, that's not entirely true, but never mind. But <laughs> I digress. <laughs> there well, was a house. It had brooms. <laughs> no one remembers that. That was seasons ago. <laughs> so many seasons. Yeah. Um. Well, welcome. Thanks for your help. Could always oh, use another, another set of hands in Kresk if you're looking to settle down. Probably not. We're uh we're we're traveling around. We'd really kind of like to get back to, to to our homes, the places that we come from. Uh, that's we're that's told like Velaki, Little Barovia. Nope, nope. Somewhere outside of the entire valley of Big Barovia, which I'm told is kind of a difficult thing to to do. Yeah, uh, no offense, but uh, good luck with that. That's a it's a real pickle. I, I appreciate the your your wish of luck. Um I'm really interested in that uh in the big building up there I point up toward the abbey. What's what's all that? Uh the uh the 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 uh, I wanted to call him a woodsman. A woodsman operates in the woods but not on woods. This is a lumberjack? That's a word, right? Sure. Uh, that is a word. Yeah, yeah. Good job. The lumberjack looks over his shoulder at the uh uh up at the abbey and turns back to you and says, "Watch out for that place. It's not safe. No one goes there anymore." Oh, why not? Uh, I don't know. They say bad things happen up there. I kind of like places where bad things happen because then, uh, I can smash the bad things with my axe and I hold up my Look, axe. you seem real nice and real good at your job. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Oh, that's very kind of you. But so many bad things have already happened to me. <laughs> and I tell, I tell the very sad sob story of how my entire clan was murdered by orcs. And I explain what orcs are because I know that these people have never heard of orcs before. Uh, and then I say, yeah, so, um, so yeah, if, if, you know, I feel like maybe visiting the Abbey might be something I might want to do because it's just, it's just my style, you know? I just like to check stuff out. Um, All right, well. Don't say I didn't warn you. There's weird stuff up there. There's an abbot. He comes down to the town every now and then. He seems okay, but strange. Tell he's not from here. Uh, but there's oh. that there's that bell, and sometimes sometimes when the winds blow in the right way, you hear screaming. Ooh, that's not great. I like I like the bell though. Bells bells are nice. Um, is it? Like, is it very obvious that there's, like, a front door to the abbey from what I can see? Yeah, or? just looking up the hill from here, um, there is kind of an obvious, like, you can kind of see it on the map here, right? There's, like, a, a, a trail that switchbacks ah, up the hill, yeah. uh, and there's kind of a, there's a gatehouse to the abbey. The abbey has, like, kind of a, a curtain wall around it with a gatehouse on okay. the, uh, the northeast kind of corner of the abbey complex. It looks like the abbey is, like, probably, like, two large buildings connected by stone walls and then a curtain wall around them. All right. I ask, uh, so is there just, like, you know, the one road up to the abbey? There's not, like, a secret back door or a tunnel or something like that that goes inside? I don't think we have any secrets in Kresk. Don't believe in them. Well, that's pretty cool. I don't like to keep secrets either. This is this is a pretty nice place. If I do end up getting stuck here and I'm not able to get home, you know, maybe maybe Kresk is the place I will uh, think about settling down. I'm you, I'm handy with ever, an axe. If you ever need a tanker to meet, stop by my house. He gives you a hearty handshake. My name's Yavid. All right. Nice to meet you. 
Brolish. And that's my pony, Pony Cinelart. He nods. Pony. Pony. pony also nods. <laughs> nods yep. back. He nods back. <laughs> A lot of nodding. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep, that's <laughs> back and forth. That's yep. good for me. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Crucible and uh, Imra, you you spend some time uh, manufacturing uh, uh, a what do we call it? This what do we call dog armor? This Barding. 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 That doesn't seem real. That seems like something that's no, been named named so, to make fun of me. Um, the question like something is something that's a verb of what a bard does. What um what kind of barding do you want? Because I can do. I don't want any kind of barding game. <laughs> Do you want Tony Barding? Mm-hmm. That's why. That's like why this. Spurious went or away, like right? This. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing that you're going to want to keep in mind is whether or not it's disadvantaged to stealth, because you love to stealth. Making... I do love to stealth. Yeah. Do you Anything... want a Do you want a, a clanky dog or a stealthy leather dog? Leather Leather dog. dog sounds like a funny name for a pirate. Yeah, it was you Captain Bluebeard and three a, of his fiercest uh, leather dogs. Or a poorly overcooked hot dog. Oh, don't eat that. Studded <laughs> uh-uh. leather might be your best choice. Ooh, studded leather. Nice. Yeah. Fancy. Uh, you could do a, a breastplate that doesn't give disadvantage or a chain shirt. Also doesn't. Yeah, those will be... We'll just need to find enough material for those. The breastplate is expensive. Can I do that? I've got magic. Magic, magic, magic. Were there Uh, any other chores that you had been putting off until you were in civilization or relative civilization to uh, deal with? I don't think so. And then it sounds like you are interested in checking out the Abbey. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's, although, let's circle up and and compare notes. Sure, I sure, think. Sure. I'm not quite ready to do that yet, Tony. My um, question is mainly: Is that something you want to do today or tomorrow? In uh, in, I don't in think it would be the same day. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. then I can at least recover. Because you haven't traveled, that I'm going to use on from... the armor. Yeah, we got right. here. We we had some food. You know, we did some wood cutting and some wandering and and whatnot. So. It also feels like when we go to a new city, I kind of want to see what happens at night, just to get the lay of the land. <laughs> I mean, the, sun, the nightlife. I want to know about the nightlife. The sun goes down, Dan, and then yeah, in the morning okay. it comes up. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's yeah, all that's it? ever Does happened to us Does the wind hit the right way and we to. faintly hear screams? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. <laughs> that's I, just You just do this because the first town I went to, took you to, there's a nightly parade of the dead were all of the damned heroes from Barovia. And the story. second, second town we town went to, t- a vampire came to our window. Gee, but you know, coincidence. And an assassin. God, look, the places that you would stay here don't even have windows. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is comforting. me. This is me comforting you. Yeah, we'll yeah, build a tent so. out of garlic. Um, <laughs> so, as I am shopping for where our cliffhanger ending for the episode will be. Uh, you arranged your armor, and then you uh, will say that you reconvened. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Really nope. quickly, though. So I had the realization that you were very, 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 very clear about the fact that the water was very blue. Yeah. So I rolled a 19. Um, I think we'll do, well, I guess it could be either. Uh, for Arcana, Elvor is going to get down and sort of like sniff the water for magic. Elvor's going to get down. Uh, yeah. So he gets down like... <laughs> And I rolled a 19. Is there anything special about this water? Um, you know, it smells interesting. Do you want to taste the water? Oh, God. 
a 19 arcana tells you that it smells weird i you know look i'm just, this is this is this is a conversation that we're having here <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if it's within um, um if it's Elvor's um the water you're looking at it and it is just like so pure and it's it not just like in a in a in a like there's not mud or grit in it but in just like a like a wholesomeness that is unlike anything else you have felt in uh I'm in your travels it, in Barovia the water tastes sweet and fresh and i would tell you if you had anything that needed to be cured by this elevore it is Ooh. like you have just imbibed a lesser a potion of lesser restoration or received a lesser restoration spell. i knew there was something to the blue so like if you <laughs> had we, been cursed or poisoned or bottle or this sucker dan do you think that usually works when you try and bottle magic water and take it away from its source no, I talked to Evian. Yeah, Dan. Dan. <laughs> oh, I have. The answer keep, is no. Yeah, keep capitalism out of Barovia. Uh, this is a socialist utopia ruled by a vampire. Um, oh, I'm just thinking of Kresk water, like now. <laughs> yeah, now with more Z's in the name. Yeah, Kresk. Um, so the you know, Kresk. The uh, the water just feels really great, uh, and I'm just going to tell you, you get the sense that like you know this this water is like. It's an extension of this kind of holy place here uh, with this little gazebo and the shrine to the mor morning lord. And probably somebody has blessed this pool long ago. It's and the somehow non-evil gazebo. And somehow it has stayed. Uh, yeah. Can I then? Okay. That um, the gazebo attacks. No. Yeah. I want to <laughs> check out the gazebo. It's a gazebo. Um, well, oh, even even without me rolling perception, it's just a gazebo. Yeah. It's, you know, it's made of wood. Uh, it looks but old. But you said the gazebo is part of the magic. Yeah, it's it's the the gazebo is the shrine like the, of the white I'm rolling arcana. Oh, I got a six. It's the just gazebo, vibes. The gazebo <laughs> just seems like a great place to like sit Don't and watch with watch the sunrise over the pool. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, then I let everybody know as a reconvening. All right, you reconvene. You take a sip of that water over there. I'm pretty sure if you had some sort of poison or something like that, uh, it would heal you. It it, um, it smacked of uh, a, a potion of lesser restoration. Ooh. Did it taste blue? It tasted sweet, sweet blue. Mm. And uh, Elevore pulls out a little journal and writes sweet blue into it. And then pulls <laughs> it back up. Tastes it like mountain blast. Oh, no. <laughs> sweet, sweet blue. He's found a new strain. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, Elavor does smell like that. <laughs> He's a druid, so I think we all know that. Yeah, yeah. Elavor's um, a little bit. I want to use my. I want to use my divine sense and uh, like. Has this has this land been uh, hallowed? What does hallowed mean? That's bad. That's right? a hallow spell. It, like no, it's like me mechanically blessed. And they sort of... uh, yeah, I will tell you it. This. Uh, uh, I mean, this 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 pool has been uh blessed uh it has been blessed that's why it's that's the way it is nice. do you, would you know more than i that? also i can also tell the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that's not behind total cover i'm hoping i don't notice any i was really just how hoping far, for the hello how far away is aragal and uh arena they're back by the uh the wagon they're fine or and pony ponies there too yep nothing within 60 feet uh, pony, pony is, is celestial. A, yeah, pony is yeah. celestial. Pony is totally celestial. I already knew that. Well, you were going to be surprised if you had forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case, <laughs> Broldish, maybe. <Yeah. gasps> 
Oh yeah. So <laughs> this is Chris. I don't know if there's anything else that you you want to see here. Um, arena. The- I'm going to say arena, and we're going to say that for lack of a better meeting place, you are in. Uh, you're hanging out by the gazebo, mm-hmm. uh, and arena and Aragal wander over too. Irina, what do you think of this place? It feels safe. Hmm. Okay, would you want to stay here? I want to check out the Abbey before I'm comfortable leaving you anywhere near here. But like, if the Abbey seems okay, would you want to stay or would you want to continue with us? Keeping um, in mind that we're going to a place where everybody has told us is real bad and awful. It, it seems like a hard life, but... Uh, honest and perhaps shielded somewhat from the horrors i like and this really nice blue pool i like shielded from horror do you hear that voice no um um what voice uh arena arena steps out from the uh the gazebo and she's standing by the edge of the pool kind of looking around and then you hear the voice uh, there's there's kind of a sad voice. It sounds like a, a young man. It, it's like a whisper, but the wind kind of carries it like through the gazebo, and you all hear it like it's whispering in your ear. Tatiana, come to me. Does does that oh. mean anything? Arena starts to step into the cool waters of the pool. I grab her. To be continued. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, Tatiana. Tatiana. <laughs> Who is Tatiana? What is the nature of this pool that you were so fixated on? What horrors await you in Kresk? What horrors await you in the Abbey? What's the deal with the Abbot? Why is this place both nice and at the same time awful? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. Total Party Kill.